Hey everybody and welcome to another episode of the Barbell Voodoo Podcast. I'm your host, Jacob Facing. This podcast is brought to you by Paleo Works. It's a locally owned meal prep kitchen with a passion for paleo. They make it easy for people to have the nutrition they need when they need it. They deliver weekly menus of heat and eat paleo meals, athlete recovery meals, and bulk macro items, for those of you counting macros, as well as a variety of side items that can be added to your order. Their meals feature 100% grass-fed, all-natural and hormone-free chicken, beef, and pork. They have pickup locations all over the place to make it easy for you to pick up your meals, and they also have delivery options around Nashville area for a small fee. Paleo Works wants to make nutrition the easiest part of your day. This podcast is brought to you by NutriShop Franklin. Go on by NutriShop Franklin for all your personal needs. You need supplements? They got it. You need your protein? They got it. You need to pick me up? Need to drink a bang? They got it. So go check them out in Franklin in the Cool Springs area. When you stop in and you see Kyle, say, hey, Jacob said you got some good stuff here. I'll tell you, you won't be disappointed because they have unrivaled customer service. So go check them out and tell them you heard about them and the Barbell Voodoo Podcast. Hey, thanks again for listening to the Barbell Voodoo Podcast. Go check out the uh, website at barbell-voodoo.com for all your awesome apparel needs. And also check out Barbell Voodoo Private Label. We just want to be a part of anything you're doing. And anything you need printed, that's the place to have it done. In the meantime, enjoy the podcast. another episode of the Barbell Voodoo Podcast. This is your host, Jacob Fasig, back in action. So this is one of our standalone episodes. It's coming out a little bit late on a Monday. Sorry about that. But, uh, you know, we've picked up these standalone episodes for this year. And it's been kind of a, a struggle. Like, I enjoy talking to people about, you know, their stories and hearing about their stories and asking questions when it's up to me all by myself, like coming up with the topic and coming up with what we're going to talk about, it gets a little challenging, um, to be honest. And and I don't know how, um, you know, personal it needs to be or how, you know, non-personal it needs to be, how it needs to be more helpful or we should continue with the same kind of format we've been doing, you know. With the regular podcast that happens every other week, we uh, tell somebody's story and we talk about kind of what they're getting into and what kind of what they've learned along their journey and um, all the new kind of things that they're moving towards in life. And so, you know, pretty simple format, pretty great. Um, I enjoy it. I, I love hearing people's stories. I, I get inspired by hearing people's stories. Um, I connect, you know, with people's stories. I, I enjoy that. And, and I hope you do too. I assume that's why uh, people listen to this because of people's stories and finding their own story in the midst of that and seeing how and or hearing how people overcome things in their life, you know, kind of gives us inspiration for how we can maybe overcome things in our life. Well, today's topic I was going to look at uh, is a little bit about the subconscious mind. And so um, I've been kind of studying on this a little bit lately, wondering how, um, for, you know, for me and my journey, most of, most of you have known, I've gone through, um, a substantial, uh, kind of weight loss journey along the way. And in the midst of that found more and more about who I am as a person, more and more who I am, like in my most comfortable sense. 
And, and a lot of times in my life, I've kind of kept that bottled up. I've kind of locked that away inside and tried to be whoever I needed to be in that moment. And the job that I work is one of those that um, makes me um, be what people need to be at the time. And so it was kind of natural for me to do that in my personal life, you know, when I'm away from my work um, to be at home or to be um, with friends and kind of be who they needed me to be as opposed to just who I am, just to, just to be me. And throughout my CrossFit experience, um, it's been the one place in my life that's been the most consistent place where I could just be me. I didn't have to be what other people needed. I didn't have to be anything other than other than just me. You know, kind of to, kind of take it or leave it. This is this is who I am. Um, this, this is you know my insecurities. These are my struggles. Uh, you can't you know when you're working out together and you're um, sweating and struggling together, you can't hide. There's nowhere to go. You know if you find out where your deficiencies are quickly, and everybody knows about them. You know, if you can't count, everybody around you knows you can't count because they they know that you suddenly got ahead of them in their reps, and that's impossible. You know, uh, with with the way things are going, um, or if you know you're uh, not squatting to depth, and you post a better score to people that were squatting to depth. You know, that's a little frustrating too. And so people people kind of know what your shortcomings are. And um, I don't know about your gym, but, you know, often people will joke about it or say a few things every now and then and just kind of throw it out just so everybody knows, hey, I noticed what was going on. Um, but anyways, for for me, um, I get caught in talking about kind of my, my journey in terms of, of the, the weight loss adventure. I go in these cycles and I'll have these incredible down cycles, and and a lot of that has to do with um, just battling depression and trying to pull myself off the ground and and not understanding how I got there and and wanting to rationalize it, wanting to figure out um, why I feel that way and what's the cause of that. And sometimes, sometimes there is not one. Sometimes there's not a trigger that I can figure out. Sometimes there's not a uh, something that I need to work on in order to address this issue. You know, it's this just feeling, it's just this overwhelming darkness that just invades every bit of me and causes me to hit the ground and not really want to get up again. And it's a big struggle. And so I have these cycles and um, I don't know that they are seasonal. I don't know that they happen on, you know, on a, on a calendar type uh, schedule, but they happen from time to time. And along, you know, these last couple of years of working close with uh, not only, you know, CrossFit boxes that I've been a part of, but also uh, my nutrition coach, um, Jamie, um, he's, he's seen me at, you know, these bad times. And of course, you know, being the amazing guy that he is and the great coach that he is, he uh, he's like, man, just reach out. Like, that's why you have my number. That's why I'm only a text away or a call away. Like, just use me. I'm here. And um, it's it's always been such a difficult thing. Just like I don't I don't know how to do that. Like I don't I don't know how to reach out to somebody else in the midst of like this dark pain that I'm in. I don't I have no idea how to do that. I don't know how to verbalize. I don't know how to. Um, articulate what's going on well enough to reach out and have somebody grab my hand and pull me out of it, you know, and, and, and it's a, it's a struggle. <clears throat> and so along this last time I've had, uh, these, these months, I've been in this really bad downward cycle, um, that 
you know, it's been catastrophic, been, been very, um, very much, uh, just self-defeating. Um, even when I try to break the cycle and fail, um, it, it just makes me even worse because I've failed again. I keep failing and I can't handle that. And that just makes things worse. Um, and so this, this downward spiral, this, um, you know, and, and my tendency of, of, when when things are going bad, I want them to go to the worst as fast as possible. Like, am I, am I the only one out there like that? Like, when I hit, like, a di- downward spiral, when, I, when I'm cycling down, all I want to do is, like, light stuff on fire. Does that make sense to anybody out there? Like, I just want to see it all burn. And I just, I just want it all to come down. Almost like I want it all to come down to, like, my level and how I feel. Like, I just want it to come down. Um and and so I, I become super self-destructive, you know, and and not in like ways of like I'm going out and like traveling down to Vegas for like hookers and blow. Like I'm, I'm not talking about like that, but I'm, you know, I'm sabotaging my food plan, um, not living up to um, my, my relationships and um, what I need to do there. Um, work gets done, um, but that's about it. You know, I'm just operating on getting what I need to get done and getting out of there, you know, and, and it's not to even do anything important. It's not even to do anything that would maybe even help me get out of that cycle. It's just, I, I just don't want to deal with it. I don't want to deal with people. I, I get real short with my family and my kids and, um, it's just, it's just a negative time. And so during this last bit, I, I've been trying to do a lot of self-evaluation, a lot of kind of inward focus and figuring out like what in the world, like how can I break this cycle? How can I get out of that? And and I've talked with a a friend of mine recently that was really helpful. Um, Because sometimes, I mean, sometimes you have friends that you've had for so long, there's just a lot of of, of baggage there. And sometimes, you know, you're with with people that have their own things they're dealing with. And to walk with you on the things you're dealing with is just, it's tough. They just can't do it. And it's not because they don't they don't love you. It's not because they they don't care for you. It's just like their their bandwidth is full, and, and they can't handle any more traffic in it. Um, and it's the same way that I feel, you know. And so there like there was this over the last few months has been like Jacob on an island, you know, feeling super lonely. And and the reality is like I put myself there. Like I I'm the one that like shipped myself off to the island to sit there by myself. In my loathing and my darkness and my depression and just like you deal with it, um, maybe you should make a life raft and see if you can get back to land. But I'm like, I can't, you know. So I think I've, I think I've painted the picture here. Like it's just a bad thing. It's just a bad deal. Okay, um, things are not not going well. I'm not living the life I want to live. You know, how how many of you out there are stuck in a life that is not what it could be or not what it should be or not what you planned it to be? Like, how many of you are just settling? for the status quo and not trying to live the best life you could. You know, I I would, I would rather on this very short time on earth that I have to strive towards the best life ever. And yet I get stuck in these cycles. And so I want to talk about, uh, breaking the cycle. One of the things I've been looking at lately, um, and it's something that's been there. It's something that's been in culture. It's something that's been, probably right in front of us all the time. And it's just something we've probably chalked up to like, oh, that's just uh, theatrics. That's just something that that people do. You ever see a movie or something um, where where one of two things happens? One, uh, the scenario works out where you have a standalone hero. 
And that hero is feeling like they're not adequate, like maybe they are less than the person that's needed to go uh, save the day, right? And so they give themselves like a pep talk. Maybe like there's a mirror involved and they're looking at themselves in the mirror and they're like, you can do this. You know, you are strong enough. You are so-and-so, so-and-so's son or daughter and, and you can do this and whatever the kind of pep talk it is that 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 people uh, that that kind of get you going for yourself. Then there's the second kind of scenario that happens that we see all the time, where um, someone um, kind of inspires another person or another group. It's that battle scene where the leader stands up and reminds everybody what they're giving their life for, and they cheer and they get excited and they get pumped up. And um, for instance, you know, one of the things I was thinking about. You know, because I'm such a manly man, um, with <laughs> with everything that I do, you know, I'm hardcore into CrossFit, hardcore into weightlifting, and doing strongman stuff. And so, naturally, uh, one of the few times I get to go to the movies ever, um, me and my oldest daughter go see Dumbo, <laughs> which I realize is, you know, it's not like 300 at all. Um, but, but Dumbo is great. And, you know, growing up, I saw the, the cartoon and, and loved it. And I didn't think it was so weird as an adult, like looking back on Dumbo when he gets drunk and stuff and the pink elephants and all a little, a little messed up, you know, when you think about it as an adult, but nonetheless, that's a sidebar. Going straight ahead, the new Dumbo is fantastic, and it was incredible. Um, I'm shocked I actually didn't cry. I cried during commercials and during things on Facebook and everything else. And but but Dumbo didn't get me. But anyways, in that in that scene, um, Dumbo doesn't believe in himself. Dumbo doesn't believe that he has this ability outside of himself, and so he puts his, his kind of faith and trust in this in this uh, feather. And I don't think I'm giving any spoiler alerts. I mean, and so as long as he had a feather, he could fly. He could he could make it. That was his secret power. If he had a feather, he could fly. And towards the end, um, the feather goes away, and he had to figure out that he could fly without the feather. And there's this little girl in there that that. Uh, speaks into um, his reality and gives him this kind of pep talk and this this kind of like you can do it. The the feather was nothing. It didn't make you fly. It didn't help you fly. It was you. You've had this ability your whole life and you could do it. And so he flies and it's incredible. And you're like, yeah, I didn't see that coming, even though you know it was going to happen. And so somehow in either one of these scenes, you've seen it played out over and over again and never thought probably once. I wonder if that would actually work in my life. Like, sure, you have gotten inspired by a coach or a leader or somebody that's gotten up in front of you and and caused you to sacrifice as much as you can for the sport or whatever, and you've probably experienced that. But it's that that first one that I want to think about, that I want you to think about today. It's that first scenario where it's just you alone, by yourself, looking into a mirror at your reflection. The reality, there's nothing, there's no filter. There's no, you know, there's no Instagram changing and morphing. There's, there's no Snapchat filters. This is just you looking at you. And I, and I wonder how do you speak to yourself in that instance? Do you speak into your life in a way that builds you up, that gives you confidence, that gives you um, some kind of resolve to conquer the day? Or are you looking in that mirror image of yourself and going, God, you're not even close yet. Or look how terrible that part of me looks. Or man, this is just, 
not what I wanted to look like. I have so much more work to do. I don't know how I'm ever going to be what I want to be. I don't know how I'm ever going to look the way I want to look. I don't, I'm just not good enough. I don't look good enough. I don't act good enough. You're not doing good enough in your job. You're not, and, and you, maybe you just go on these negative kind of tirades about yourself. Well, something I learned over the last couple of weeks as I was looking into the subconscious mind was this. Um, one of the things that a friend of mine's counselor says is that the antidote to anxiety is confidence. And, and for the guy who said this, um, confidence is probably his biggest issue. Like he just has like zero confidence in himself and, and that's a big struggle for him. And, and so for someone to say, Hey, you know, if you're struggling with anxiety, all you gotta do is have confidence. And he's like, I have zero. That's why I'm here talking to you, you know? And, and it's kind of funny when, when, when he says that, it sounds kind of mean when I say it, but nonetheless, um, if you want to conquer anxiety, you conquer it with confidence. But so how in the world do you get confidence? And so I was looking at the self, subconscious mind. I was looking at, at how to manipulate that and how to change that. And then actually the amazing thing is you can change how you view yourself. Do you want to know? Do you want to know the secret? Today, I want to share with you the secret of how to change your mind and how you look at things. How you can be a more confident person, how you can be someone who actually believes that you can actually do what you think you can do. So, here it is. You can actually rewire your brain with confidence. We're talking about confidence and in terms of uh, defeating anxiety, and so you want confidence, you want to build yourself up. You can actually, every day, tell yourself that you are strong enough, you can do it, and you can build confidence. That you aren't defined by the anxiety, you aren't defined by the things that, that you're allowing yourself to define yourself by. But you can actually look at yourself and rewire your brain and, and your subconscious of how you operate. And so if you're looking in the mirror every day, maybe the challenge is find something good that you see that has happened. Find something good. Maybe it's mental. Maybe it's physical. Maybe it's emotional. Whatever it is, maybe it's from the day before. Every time you look at yourself, find a positive and weed out the negative. Don't, don't even think about the negative. Don't even try to, try to push that out to the side. Go for confidence. Look at yourself and go, yes. You know, my arms are looking pretty good today. I'm still working on the rest. That's cool. Don't let that negative creep in. It's easy. But just accept it. Man, that area is looking good. I can't wait to see what can happen with the rest of me. And if that happens to be a daily thing where you are looking at yourself in a different way, changing your subconscious mind into viewing yourself as a positive force, as a, as a positive energy coming into the world, you can break the cycles of negativity and depression in your life. May, I mean, obviously not completely. Um, for those of us that are, that are actually clinically <laughs> dealing with clinical depression, like it's still going to be there. But there's some ammo to put in your gun for this, Okay. Um, there, this is something that you can practice now in order to maybe, um, help the lows not be as low as they have been in the past to maybe help those lows to get out of that quicker if you can. And so, um, something I've been learning to try to get out of this cycle is that I am in fact strong enough to break the cycle. I am brave enough. I have enough courage and I can go do what I need to do. 
Because it's not a lack of not knowing what to do. I know that I need to eat on my nutrition plan. I know that I need to exercise. I know that it would be great if I have goals to to run more, to start practicing that. And yet, there's so many times where I can make those excuses and I can talk about how I can't run and, and, and I can't do this and I can't do that. And yet, the truth, the reality, the gospel is you can do it. You can break that cycle. Every day, pour into your subconscious mind to rewire your brain to view yourself in a different way. If you've had years and years of looking at yourself in a negative way, this is going to take some time. This is not going to be an overnight fix. Even if you've barely just started and saying, you know, negative things like, dang, I still, you know, I've been doing this CrossFit thing. I still don't have the muscle up. I still don't have my double unders right. You know, I'm still not consistent with those. First of all, let me tell you, I had a bunch of double unders this morning and I have, I'm pretty sure a permanent whip mark across my left butt cheek. Just, just saying, because every fault happened in the exact same spot and, um, I'm not going to lie. It, it hurt to sit today. It, it was, it was a bad experience, but looking at yourself in a positive light, I can do that. I can practice those. I can do more than what I think. I can go beyond what my problem is. Winston Churchill had this quote that I thought was fantastic. He said, if you're going through hell, keep going. And so for all the barbell voodoo listeners out there, something that I've had as my mantra for a long time is keep going. You can do it. You have the tools right within you to break the cycle of whatever you're in. Maybe that's, maybe that's smoking. Maybe you want to break the cycle of smoking. Maybe you want to break the cycle of negativity. Maybe you want to break the cycle of, of this depression and this catastrophic tailspin you're in. Whatever it is, you can break the cycle. Start rewiring your subconscious mind now to maybe shift your attitude, shift your mindset, and shift your emotions towards more positive outlook on your life. Well, I got to tell you, it's all I have for you today. I'm not going to have a part two today. I'm just going to have this part one. Um, you know, the big things that are happening in the CrossFit world right now are these, uh, these sectionals um, and, um, you know, or sanctionals. It's always so weird. Why do, why is it, why do they have to make a weird word like that? You know, these sanctionals. Um, but you can find out about that anywhere. There's no need for me to talk about it. Um, I'll leave you with this last quote right here. Um, and also, um, hit us up. Let us know where you're going to be this uh, over the next few months. What, what are the big uh, competitions that you're going to be at? Uh, we always talk about uh, the competitions we're going to and we'll be at, so uh, check those out on our Facebook page. Um, but, you know, how many of you are going to Battle of Barbells? How many of you are doing that? How many of you are going to do Music City Strongman competition? First year that that's ever happening. It's on July 20th. happening um, in the same time, same place as Battle of the Barbells. It's going to be a really cool time. Um, you got to totally check that out, and uh, it's going to be awesome. Let me leave you, leave you with this uh, quote that I've been writing down in my uh, planner the last couple of weeks, and yes, I have a paper planner. I still use a paper planner right now. I plan out these podcasts. I'm using a journal. There it is right there, like a real page and pen journal. I'm so old school. I'm new school. That's actually not a thing. but So here's the quote I'll leave you with today. When you become lazy, it's disrespectful to those who believe in you.
That's from uh, Danny Silk. And so hope you enjoy that. Hope you guys have a great week. We'll see you next week with a, uh, you know, a, a new episode of the Barbell Voodoo podcast with our regular uh, guest that will be on. It's going to be awesome. And I uh, can't wait till you hear it. We'll see you next time. Hey, and do us a favor, by the way. Help us uh, help us get our listenership up. And if you can give us a rating, if you can give us a five-star rating, it would be awesome. Um, but also, if you don't mind um, giving us a review, let us know what you like about the podcast. Um, if you have something you don't like, just DM me. That would be a lot better than putting it up, you know, all passive-aggressive up online. And, um, you know, one of, the, one of the things that someone threw out was that I, that I needed a... Uh, a sidekick on these standalone episodes. I needed a, a co, uh, a co interview, a co, what's it called? Co DJ. Sir mix a lot. No. What is it called? A, uh, a partner in crime. No, you know, I'll, I'll, I probably should edit this out, but I'm, I'm probably not going to a, uh, co-star, a co MC co-host, co-host, a co-host on these standalone episodes. Probably right. So, um, maybe you're someone in the Nashville area that would be interested in interviewing for that. And so if you want to have a cup of coffee, talk about the possibilities of that, let me know. We'll see what's going on. And uh, if you remember a couple weeks ago, I talked about uh, charity workouts. And go check that out and my vision for uh, starting something new if you want to be a part of that. Also, uh, private message me or, or DM me. That'd be super great and fantastic. Hey, y'all have a great week. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to the Barbell Voodoo Podcast. On your way out, please take time to subscribe if you haven't already. Leave us a five-star review if you've liked what you've heard. And also, leave us a comment. Let us know what's going on with you. If you don't mind, stop on Instagram. Give us a little like on the IG at Barbell Voodoo Podcast. Also, you can find me there at fitby40.blog. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.